Shows on Media. This is Coming Out Stories. It's a podcast about one of the most important conversations of your life. I'm Emma Goswell. Time now to catch up with James Barr, the well-known out and proud radio presenter, stand-up comedian and star of the hit podcast, A Gay and a Non-Gay. The light bulb moment didn't occur until I was uh, 15 and there was another guy who I was friends with and we'd like played around a bit. I knew he was gay. We watched Queer as Folk together. Um, and his ex-boyfriend emailed me and was like, FYI. So he outed my friend officially to me. Oh. And then I ended up meeting him for like a McDonald's and we sat in a McDonald's in Eastbourne and he had friends with him and we just chatted and stuff. And I think when I kissed him, that's like, so yeah, oh my God, I broke bro code but when I kissed him I think that was that was my light bulb moment wow. and then when did you articulate it and actually have that conversation with friends or family even well I had it with myself on the beach actually um, oh, you always have to come out to yourself I have spoken to people that have come out to themselves in the mirror before but really? on the beach is good yeah. yeah well if you live by the sea the, yeah. the, you've got to go to the beach that's yeah. where everything happens all the yeah. thoughts yeah. so I came out to myself on the on the seafront I just sort of said it out loud Really? Yeah, I think I did. I mean, it was a really cold, horrible day, but I was just there, and I, yeah, came out to myself. And I was dating this guy for a bit, and then he broke up with me, this guy, Jamie, (laughs) because he said to me, uh, when I go on holiday, I think we should stop dating for a bit so that we can sleep with other people. This is, I'm 15. Wow. So that obviously broke my heart. And then I dated another guy very soon after, and that guy, John, ended up sleeping with Jamie, and I found out because I basically walked in on it. Oh, God. So I was really devastated. And my mum picked me up and was obviously confused as to why I was so upset. So at that point, I came out to not my mum, but my sister, who was on a gap year in Canada. And I emailed her and said, like, I'm gay. <laughs> and she and I were both very Christian. So I used a lot of Bible verses to tell her that it was actually okay. And that God still loved me. And yeah. It was an amazing email. I'm trying to find it. I, I haven't been able to get into the, the depths of Hotmail yet. But that's quite an un- unusual way of doing it on emails. Most people do it sort of verbally, I think. A few people well, I've I spoken have spoken have read I, letter, written letters. <laughs> I yeah. chickened out. Yeah. And I didn't tell my mum. She just didn't, want, she didn't know why I was so upset. And eventually I said, can you ask Rebecca? And I also left the email on the desktop of the computer as well. And I hoped she would find it. And anyway, she then, maybe like a couple of days later, was, we were at dinner. And she said, by the way, I know. That's all she said. And that was it, really. I think I went to my room. Oh, I'm so lame. (laughs) This is not the story that most people have, right? No, a lot of people try and get out of it. I've spoken to a lot of people whose parents have literally confronted... They they want their parents to confront them. And then when they do, they just run away. I've spoken to a lot of people that have done that. Yeah, so same thing. So, and then I guess it took a bit longer than that for it to really become a conversation. The first time I remember it coming up again was in the kitchen and the window was open and... I said the word gay or something, and she, and she was like, shh, James, the window's open. And that was like lighting a, lighting a fire within me. So I screamed, I'm gay, out the window really loudly. I also used to leave loads of like HIV and AIDS and sex education information around the house so she couldn't be worried about me because I wanted her to know I was educating myself and I made her read stuff. Yeah, I think that's kind of mostly it. Oh, my dad was interesting. He didn't know and he confronted me. Um, and his wording was quite funny because he was like in the car with me and he went, I, I think I said, why are you so 
why are you being so weird? Mm. And he said, I, I'm really annoyed with you because you told every Tom, Dick and Harry that you're gay except your own dad. And I was like, yeah, okay. And that was it? Uh, yeah, did, I think so. You but didn't discuss was, it with him? At- well, a, a bit, but I mean, everyone throws that thing about it being a phase around, don't they? Oh, God, yeah, my parents were convinced it was... My mother was convinced it was a phase, but then after a few years, they kind of have to get over that notion, don't they, really? Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, anyway, my stepmom was different. That, that didn't go well. Oh, wow. She didn't want my brothers to know. So I had quite a few arguments with her about it. Uh, and in the end, I was like, this is actually none of your business. Like, they're my brothers, mm. so I will tell them when I want to. I don't really care what you think. And did you? I did, but I did wait until I had a boyfriend. It was like a couple of years later. But when I was comfortable to say so, I, I did, yeah. And no bad reactions? No, not from them. Uh, no, they're great, yeah. Have you ever had to come out at work as well? Has that ever well, been an to, issue, really? I mean, you know it's this. Constant thing, isn't you it? You have to constantly come out, yeah. all the time. On a train, if you're wearing pink, <laughs> like just now. Lovely pink blouse, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, oh, you haven't seen my necklace. <laughs> It's like a oh wow! Necklace. You're wearing a unicorn fluffy necklace. Yeah. It's a kid's H&M uh, item, which I've okay. uh, developed into an adult version. Yeah, you basically uh, might as well wear a badge saying I'm gay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So all the time, all yeah. the time. I guess I did have to come out of work. I don't really remember specific, but I did the classic thing that I would always advise people to do, where you, you just go, oh, that guy's hot, or whatever. So it's part of normalised conversation rather than a, hi everyone, I'm coming out. And I think with new people. We do have to do that all the time. We, we constantly have to correct their pronouns if they're talking about, oh, do you have a girlfriend or whatever? It's, you know, it's very annoying. It's like someone's just poked you with a, yes. like... With the heteronormativity. Yeah, that's yeah. a good way of putting it. I was going to say yeah. a pin, but <laughs> yeah, both yeah. as painful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's, yeah, all the time. Do you feel like you're much happier now you have done it and come out and come out the other side? Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know anything else, really. Mm. I'm more gay than I've ever been thanks to my podcast because yeah. I, it, I've labelled myself that and I'm owning it. So you're kind of a professional gay now, aren't you? And you're guess, known for being gay because of your podcast, a gay oh, and yeah. a non-gay. I guess that's yeah. true, yeah. That is true. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. I think there's lots of other things to me, but I'm very proud of... Yeah, I am proud of owning my truth. And I think you can't really live any kind of life unless you are doing that. Would you have any advice to anyone listening that hasn't gone through the process yet? Well, my advice is always, is, is always like, it's quite difficult because I really feel other people's emotions a lot and I always kind of feel for people's parents and my own when I did that. And one of the things that's quite hard to realise, and this probably makes it harder to come out really, is that your parents have this narrative, this script in their mind. Like They have a movie that they think is going to play out with your life. Mm. And because society's like told everyone that when you have kids, you then become grandparents and they're going to get married. And of course you can do that being gay. When I came out, it wasn't quite the same thing. We didn't have gay marriage and people weren't adopting gaybies. Um, (laughs) But now you can do that. But the script is still slightly changed. Like the movie's going to be different. And so I think it's important to just give them some understanding, you know, and know that actually, though, though this is difficult for you, this obviously is also difficult for for them because they've they've got this fake storyline in their head, these expectations. Hopefully parents don't have that. Mine did have expectations. So I think my advice is that is like, speak your truth, but try not to be <laughs> obnoxious and have a meltdown and scream I'm gay out the window. Maybe. <laughs> I quite like advice or is that bad advice? Yeah, well, I quite like the screaming I'm gay out the window because you got to that point where you're so annoyed, you're like, it doesn't have to be a dirty secret, mum, actually. Yeah. I am gay and I am proud of it. I know, and I yeah. shouldn't be ashamed. That's very true. Yeah. Yeah, I guess yeah. I just feel like... 
I was quite selfish and I was like, I'm going through this. This is my thing. But it's all, it was, is also their thing. And I kind of wish I'd gone through it with them rather than against them. If I could do it now, I think I'd sit down and say, Mum, I think this is happening or this is happening with this guy. I don't understand. And maybe she'd have been different. Hindsight is a wonderful thing, James. It is. And it, it's, it's the different. way it happens, the way it happens. It's different for everyone. But I definitely think my advice is like, just speak your truth, really. Yeah, Whatever it is. it is. Yeah. Okay. Ugh. And I'll let you get in a plug for your podcast. If you want to listen to another great LGBT <laughs> podcast that, that covers all different sort of gay issues, then uh, you can listen to James's as well. Let, let people know what it's called again and where they can listen. It's called A Gay and a Non-Gay. Um, yeah. You can find it at gaynongay.com or search non-gay in any podcast app uh, we're also on Spotify and uh, yeah it's cool I'm hoping uh, we're going to do a UK tour next year Ooh. we haven't really worked out what or how oh. but uh, I think we should be popping up all over the place hopefully how exciting podcast of the future James I know <laughs> totally and I'm looking forward to your tour I'd like to <laughs> thank guess. you I would like to come back on and read that email if I can find it yeah absolutely you're always welcome back anytime thanks I feel like this has been really short wasn't Matthew Todd's like an hour <laughs> do you have any you don't have any other questions unless <laughs> you have you got anything else you want to say no I think I'm okay I'm good but I enjoyed doing it thanks Thanks to James for sharing all his memories with me. And we don't normally recommend other podcasts, but yes, if you're going to listen to another one, we would recommend a gay and a non-gay. Please do subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. We'd also love to hear from you on Twitter. You can find us there at Come Out Stories. I'm Emma Goldswell, and Coming Out Stories is a What Goes On media production. Next time round, you'll hear from Lil King Cat. She's a lesbian singer and performer who came out in the 90s in Limerick. Her mum had quite a surprise for her in store when she came out to her. And I'd start to say I was bi for a bit, and I wasn't bi, but I'd say that just to be for it to be received like a bit easier.